everybody welcome to an episode of the jmbra boxing podcast here in the cult of ramble ranch inside the dining room of the cult of ramble ranch hey we got a lot of stuff to talk about jake paul tyson fury tommy fury not tyson fury tommy fury we got wbc order crawford rocha serrano injured rematch with taylor postponed and plenty of other boxing news boxing topic boxing everything but I'm not the one doing this by myself. Sitting right across from me, ready to go. He's a, a fan of Adrian Broner, so he got some Broner news. The one and only Beery in the motherfucking house. Beery? Fuck Adrian Broner. We gotta be about that, man. Bro, it's Broner. I'm sorry. I, I don't think he's he's not really that much money now. He's he not. He, well, he Eddie Hearn he says that. He should. As, isn't that what Eddie said about him? I don't know. Did he say that? I think so. Let me see if I can find it. How you been, bro? Good. Really good. Really, really good. You know, waiting for the weekend. Waiting for the weekend. Yeah. What do you got planned? Uh, just, you know, heading out, be in L.A., maybe watch Creed 3. You know what? Everyone's talking about that movie right now. I yeah. Think that's like the big box uh, boxing hit right now um, of, of the year. Yeah. Barton Tomatoes gave it like, what, 90%? So I'm just like, oh, this is a really good movie then. Mm-hmm. So I am actually, I am curious. I am curious how this movie is, right? I mean, this is without Sylvester Stallone. Ugh. So you don't, you don't have Sly in this movie. So I'm actually curious how, how it's going to be. But yeah, there's things really, really good. So I might watch that movie, actually. But we'll see. I don't know. I'm trying to look for the... But yeah, so far my plans, I'll be in, uh, I'll be in L.A. Not in L.A. You'll be in L.A.? I'll be in L.A. I'm in L.A. I uh, well, uh, everyone that does uh, sad news, Adrian Broner has parted ways with BLK Prime. Yeah, yeah, he did. He parted ways with them. Uh, Says there's no hard feelings. Can't to me, the guy can't catch a break. He can. <laughs> the guy can't catch a break. I, I don't know. I, I know you're not a big fan of him, B Ray. I know that you are very hard at him. Um, you're, I think, maybe one of his biggest critics here. And. But I mean, he he signed the two fight or was it two three fight deal? I I don't know. I I think three. That sounds about right. He probably signed a three fight deal, and it was re- re- allegedly for like, well, I don't know, it was a ten. Yeah, I think 10 so. Million? <laughs> and it went to the wayside. Yeah, three opponents just for some reason they backed out. Most of them were from injury. Um, I forgot what was the other one for, but it was mainly just for injuries. So, three opponents. They gave him three fucking opponents, man. You can't make this up. They all they all had to cancel for, like, yeah, like, injury reasons. The other one was what? I don't know. 
he got arrested. I forgot what the fuck the deal was, but I think Redback Red Bayern or whatever um, couldn't have an he couldn't be an opponent because he's tied to a promotion. <laughs> there we go. Uh, Hank Lundy was serving a suspension with the California, so everyone followed through. And his last opponent, for his name, uh, he suffered a broken jaw. Broken or, jaw. Uh, was it a broken jaw? Broken jaw. So that postponed it. And I guess they couldn't find another replacement to Broner's liking because technically all these were hand-picked Broner opponents yeah. and BLK Prime approved. And uh, and everybody who's hearing an echo, we're sorry we're recording in my dining room, which is not uh, basically tailor-made for a thing like this. <laughs> really. So I apologize. Yeah. I'm doing some maintenance in the garage right now, so that's why we're not doing it. But yeah, so three opponents backed out. Yeah. And I'm assuming BLK Prime and Adrian Broner couldn't find another opponent that all both parties could agree on, so Broner decided nope. to part ways. Yeah, he says no bad blood. There's no bad blood between them. So I got to hear an interview or a quote from Boxing Scene from great promoter, your friend and mine, Eddie Hearn. <laughs> Eddie Hearn, uh, doubts he can co- coerce but Adrian Broner into a promotional deal despite the, la- uh, the latter's free agency comments. In a recent interview, the head of Matchroom Boxing was asked to consider the prospect of entering into a partnership with popular and brash multi-weight division champ Cincinnati, Ohio native Adrian Broner. Hearn made it clear that while he is still high on Broner as a prize fight attraction, he believes the problem, and I quote, has certain financial expectations that I simply cannot satisfy. <laughs> uh, article continues to say that Broner 33 announces on social media, of course, that's what we just say, his party ways would be okay. Prime, Hearn, ha- who has shown great interest in working with Broner in the past year, which with the rumors about him fighting Conor Ben, remember? Oh, yeah. You uh, never hear about that. And of course, um, Hearn goes, I don't know, on the Zone show, there was a time when I was desperate to cite Andrea Broner, and I thought he was amazing when I saw, uh, and again, this is me speaking in my regular voice, not my English voice, <laughs> not a British voice, when I saw Broner defeat Gavin Reese for the WBC lightweight belt 10 years ago, that was 2013, he was one of the best fighters I've ever seen. Hearn later, uh, Hearn said various people have suggested he, that he took into promoting Broner, but Hearn apparently is not convinced that he can woo the fighter of garnishing an outsized, uh, an oversized payday that he wants. And Broner stated previously that his multi-deal with BOK Prime would have netted him a eight-figure sum. So Eddie said, uh, said, I've had three or four messages from the last week to get me to work with Adrian Broner. He has value. He's a good fighter. But I just feel there's a price and there's a value, and it's probably not one that Adrian Broner would agree with. I think he would struggle to accept that. Obviously, he's made a lot of money. Mm-hmm. He's been involved in some big fights. Yeah. But he's not the draw he once was. He'll always be a draw because he's got a great story. Eddie Hearn, for him to say it. Now nah, I'm good. Yeah. What is it? Baby, your take that, on this. That's, that says a lot right there. It's just, it says a lot. There's not... It's not too much to use with this guy, it, especially the money he's asking for. Yeah, I'm sorry. I For me, Broner, he has to start from the bottom, and I don't know if he can do that. Uh, what, he's not. He's like, yeah, yeah, right? I think he's like at least at least a year younger than me, right? So he's like around my age. Exactly. So he's like 33 years old at least. So if he was 23 years old, then I'm like, oh, yeah, dude, like start from the bottom, fucker. But he's 33 years old. He still has a little bit left in the tank. A little bit, I right? I want to say, but I think... I think so, too, but... But I think the... What the, he's asking for? But I think... You know what? I, I think Eddie would reconsider this if he didn't have those 
problems than come not coming in and wait, bailing on a fight like he did in the Brandon Figueroa fight, or is it a Brandon Figueroa, right? Mm-hmm. No, no, or um, I like, yeah, but the Figueroa yeah, fight, right? The Figueroa fight, I believe. Yeah, he bailed on that fight. Mm-hmm. Um, he's missed weight numerous times. Yes, yeah, he has. Uh, he's not TV friendly, but I think you don't have to worry about that on the zone. Oh no! But I think the history of him not being very, you know. Very dependable. Yeah, there we go. So when Eddie Hearn looks, okay, cool. I can work with him. I can probably get him a good deal, but it's not going to be a $12 million no. three-fight deal, bro. No. Like, I could probably get you a, know, maybe, maybe eight, eight, seven <laughs> or eight million dollar for a three-fight deal. Yeah. You know, but I'm not going to get you the BLK Prime. You know, and, and, and if I can get you that money, it isn't going to be against, you know, in the Ivan Redbad, the Hank Lundy's of the world, I'm gonna put you against my boy Connor Ben. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put you against you know Golden Boys Alex Rocha. You know who, yeah. who we're gonna talk about shortly. I'm gonna put you against Crawford. Let me get some money out of you. You know what I mean? You know um, a lot of people. I mean, we didn't talk about it, but it's obvious. The zone raised our prices. Oh, I saw that. The zone raised our prices. It did for being. Not showing too much boxing, yeah. A lot of people were like, "What the fuck is yeah. this?" They're not. They don't have a boxing card, but they raise their prices. Mm-hmm. So with that being done, you don't. You, are you really going to bring someone like Broner into the fold? That's not. Yeah, no. Broner at this moment is stuck. He's not going to work with the PBC because he's main. Yeah, he's stuck. Not because he's fat. I mean, he's just stuck. But the thing is, though, you know, you blew through all that money. You did. Oh, fuck yeah, he did. Heyman got you the money. Heyman got you the fight. You blew through that money. You know, if people don't believe me, uh, Google Adrian Broner. You'll, you'll see what I'm talking about. The man blew through that money. He did. He's flat broke. He, he got out of the Heyman deal. Heyman, uh, Heyman no longer represents him. Oh. He found BLK. He suckered BLK into giving him that money. Three opponents, B-Ray just mentioned, fell off. Yeah. All of them. At 33 years old, your expectations need to lower now. Big time. Big time. For someone like Eddie Hearn, who uh, three years ago was snatching up anybody. Oh, my God. I remember that. Snatching up everybody. You get a deal. You get a deal. (laughs) He had the the, the zone checkbook ready to go. Yep. Yeah, buddy. You need to lower those expectations. Because at this moment... You're not going to get any big fights. You're no. looking at fighting at bingo halls for probably a good ten thousand dollars. Yeah. What was that? What was one? I heard like Poof. that was me. Oh, that was me. That one? No, no, no. I heard like something push. Hmm, that was weird. That's weird. But yeah. Hmm. <laughs> but yeah, no, exactly. He he's in that position where exactly where he, he yeah he's not worth that much money that he's asking for. No. Because ten years ago, yeah, and, and in some ways, yeah, I, I I can see it, but no, I'm sorry. I think like at least five million, five six million, maybe is enough for him right right there. That's how he can start off. But how much uh, does he have left? Not to me, in my opinion, not very much, not very much. <clears throat> so what's his next move? Fuck, I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. I don't give a fuck. With there's, the same not, time. there's not a lot of platforms. There's not. And then, and then if there is, they're I mean they're gonna use you as kind of the marquee name. Mm-hmm. Very true. That's it, gonna be the thing. They're gonna use you as the marquee. As name. The marquee name. Yeah. Because that that was something that you mentioned about Crawford, right? Like you felt like they should have threw him. He should have fed him to Crawford. 
Yeah. Now it's kind of late, I feel like. That's, nah, I don't know. No, no need for that shit no more. There's no need for it, no. No, no. At this moment, no. No. No need for it. But I think Broner has to re I think him and his team have to reevaluate what they want. They really do. Before they decide to jump anywhere. Because right now, it's kind of murky waters now. I would laugh um, if he goes back to Al <laughs> I don't think so. A lot of fighters are leaving Al Heyman. Deontay Wilder, uh, well, I mean, it's not on the news, it's not on the docket here, but I will talk about it real quick. Mm-hmm. Andrew Ruiz, part of Ways Without Heyman promotional group. He's no longer going to be doing any business with Al Heyman or the Samson mm-hmm. or the Samson company. I saw that, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, he's a free agent now. He can work where he wants to work now. Yeah. Which, I mean, that was never a problem, but they're no longer representing him in, in a sense. Yeah, in a sense, yeah. So they're no longer representing him. Deontay Wilder has also kind of expressed also free agency. Mm-hmm. He was in Dubai this past weekend. He was. He was talking about fighting mm-hmm. uh, Francis Ngannou yeah. in Africa. <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, bump, he bumped with uh, Fury. Bumped into that was pretty interesting. Yeah. So people, are the, I think, I think the, the market is open. But it's only open to a selected few fighters that can actually pull that type of money. Yeah. Broner's not one of them. No, he's not. At the moment. But all right, let's move on. Anderson, uh, Amanda Serrano's injured and the rematch with Katie Taylor is postponed. Undisputed champion Amanda Serrano's out for the rematch against undisputed champ Kelly, Katie Taylor for their May 20th matchroom boxing mm-hmm. most valuable promotions announced on Tuesday. So MVP promotions and matchroom announced due to an injury sustained. Amanda Serrano is... Uh, the Ben Serrano Taylor two fight is postponed. It was supposed to happen May twentieth in Dublin. It will not go ahead. It would not go. That wasn't fucking great. I think that was a great fight. I think that was fight of the year. That was fight of the year, right? Yeah, that was fucking great. I forgot what. That was the same night for her. Which fight? I think it was the Devin Haney fight. No, Cambrosa fight. I believe so. Right, and that stole the show to me. Yeah, that stole the show. And anyone who, if you haven't listened to the. Uh, uh, what are your fight clip for that for that one? Fucking listen to it. We actually we, we went ballistic. We went nuts for that fight. Cause that was fight. That was not fight of the night, but fight of the year. Yeah, to me was to me was it was fight of the year. It was fight of the year. For me. That and shit was great. So yeah, I was I was really disappointed hearing that. Same here. All right, another news: WBO orders Terence Crawford to Ugh. defend against Alex Rocha, which is just something we talked about because Alex Rocha did win his last fight, and the way the zone was gushing about it, this was an audition to face. Terrence Crawford. Yeah. Crawford, a couple weeks ago, we talked about, took a picture with Golden Boy Promotions, uh, CEO, co-CEO, whatever, co-owner of uh, like Golden that. Boy Promotions, mm-hmm. Bernard Hopkins. I think Delahoy even reposted saying big news is coming or something. Yeah. Um, and, well, this goes, comes into the news where I think Spence has already vacated IBF. I think the rumors he's vacating an IBF belt. So it looks like Spence is moving out. What's you know it? how that you know how that, that that how depressing that is for me actually. That sounds so depressing. Why? It's fucking depressing because you had uh, this is come think about it, man. Think think about it. This was a great picture, great storytelling here, right? Two undefeated fighters. I guess you can say they're maybe in their in their prime, right? They're at their best right now. Yeah. And these are the last two guys that have all the fucking belts. And they're not fighting. And they're not fighting each other. And this fight determined big time who was going to be the best welterweight fighter of that era, really. In that division. Who was going to be the man. And that's why it depresses me. I mean, if you look at it, really, I mean, it, it was Spence, yeah. If you ask me, like, who, who really dominated that division? Really, Spence. Because, again, look at his resume. 
And but this fight was really gonna one hundred percent determine that. So just hearing that and just like oh my, it just slowly faded away when when Crawford left top rank. Uh, of course, I couldn't help myself. I'm pretty sure all of us couldn't help ourselves. Be like, oh my god, it's, it's going to be made then. This fight's going to be made very easily then because he's not tied. Crawford is not tied to, to top rank anymore. He's not tied with Bob Arum. And then we got this bullshit, right? Which we're, I'm not getting into it because I think you kept calling what, what they call him. He's I don't know. He's just very ignorant in the, in the sport of boxing when it comes to business of boxing. So you know the whole deal. I still hope that after the Crawford fight that happened was in December, I believe. After that, I was hoping they renegotiated, but it doesn't seem like they even did. And if they did, it, it fell through again. So that's why I say it fucking depresses me. We could have got this fight. And it looks like we're not. I don't think we're going to get it. I don't think anytime soon. And if, if we do, it's going to be another Mayweather-Pacquiao. May yeah. A fight that... We got and we didn't get when we wanted it. When we it. wanted it, exactly. And uh, it should have been for the undisputed belt. God damn it. That's what pisses me off. I just watched not a bad fight. Not a bad fight, but that's not the guy they want to see your fight. That's the thing. Yeah. That's what pisses me off. And for Spence, I mean, if, if it's true that he's not, he's going to just drop it. Like fuck, man! You have no business at Walter anymore. He does not actually know what. So I'm, I can't be mad at him. So I'm not mad at him. I'm just mad at the idea that he didn't he didn't move up because oh I accomplished completely. Like he won all the fucking belts. No, he had to do it because well this other asshole doesn't want to fight me. What's the point of me staying in his division then? Basically, right? That's what's and then to me that's depressing. Like wow, like, I see where you're coming from. Um. I completely agree with everything here. I'm not going to argue with you on that. I agree with you, every, every word you said. Mm-hmm. Alex Welch seems to be the the logical opponent, <laughs> especially with the pictures being taken. I'm reading the article right now, and it says that the, the ESPN reached out to the Golden Bay Promotions and Terrence Crawford for comments, but nobody has returned, um, returned back any calls or emails. So, wow. Again, Alex Rocha is probably yeah. the opponent, which would set up a the they would probably fight the winner of Virgil Ortiz Jr. versus uh, Imianatis mm, Stanios. There we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, try to pronounce that word sober or drunk. <laughs> um, so there we go, and it says Keith Thurman number two is attached to a possible fight with a unified champion Earl Spence at a junior welterweight middle uh, mm-hmm. junior wel- uh, I'm sorry yeah, super welterweight super fight. Welterweight, huh? So. That's the fight that's gonna happen. That looks like the fight's gonna happen. I don't even think I don't, in this situation. I don't think I need to say anything. B Ray said pretty much enough for the both of us. I'm, and that's a that's a first. I'll also say this too: if they if they do announce that fight, Spence versus Thurman, why do I feel like Spence is gonna take us for a region out of here? <laughs> that's, that's my belief right there. I think so. That's gonna be target practice for him. Maybe not target practice. Maybe that's pretty uh, too offensive for Keith Thurman because Thurman is still pretty good. But yeah, I feel like Spence is gonna Spence is gonna have fun with that with that fucking fight. And then for Crawford to face Rocha, that's gonna be another typical Terrence Crawford fight. Yeah, chop stop on the guy. Yep. No offense to Alex Rocha. To me, the, to Alex Rocha is getting the Rocky Balboa treatment. He's getting, he is. he's getting the Apollo Creed fight. <laughs> he's, getting the Apollo. <laughs> he's getting the Apollo Creed fight. He's getting the fight. He's getting the fight. He's getting the fight. The champ, mm-hmm. because you know he was a guy that was written off. You know he was written off when he fought uh, uh, Blair the Flair, who <laughs> gives a shit Cobbs. 
You know, people people they, people didn't really give the people kind of said, okay, you know what, he's good, but maybe Cobbs will be a little bit better. He yeah. he upset the upset the guy. Mm-hmm. He's come back and won two fights in a row, if I'm not mistaken, and he's kind of been in this kind of like comeback story. Yeah, and for him to basically cap off by fighting, basically arguably maybe the number one best pound for pound fighter yeah. in the world. That's the way that's going to be promoted. Not a bad Cinderella story for this guy who no, a me. year and a half ago was being written off by boxing writers mm-hmm. and nobody and nobody, no casual fan knew who the fuck he was until he beat the shit out of Cobbs. <laughs> Very true. So uh, for Alex Rocha, great payday, an opportunity for the brass ring. Yeah. It's a good fight. Uh, I, I won't, I'll, I'll save some of my, my predictions, my, my comments until – if the fight gets sealed, signed, and delivered, and we get a, a date for this fight, but I think anybody who's listened to the show and and has listened to me analyze and predict and preview a lot of Terence Crawford fights knows where I'll probably be going with this one. Oh, for, and there's sure. no disrespect for Alex Rocha. So, yeah. All right, let's go into. You got? Do you got any other news on your side? Um, I mean, I do want to mention very, just very quickly, I guess, probably because he's um, he's from we're from. Because he's from where, where we were raised at. Um, just, of course, you know, very quickly, some news that uh, TMZ Sports actually said that Jojo Diaz arrested for child uh, neglect. So it says here that, let's see, there were the 30 year fighter. Okay, let's see, Diaz. Oh, God. So it says here, Jerry Record shows he was taken into custody. By the Claremont Police Department just before 7 p.m. Law enforcement sources tell us he was booked on a charge of misdemeanor child neglect. Of course, you know, more information is coming in. But basically, we don't know too much of it so far that he just got arrested for that. So just pretty sad to hear that. Um, well, of course, we don't know. We don't know. We don't really don't know what um, caused that, right? But you just wanted to mention that very quick that in, who, who don't know, that's what happened. Um, hope it was a misunderstanding. I'll leave, I'll save my comments until further right information. Comes yeah. Out. So, but yeah, no. Ho- hopefully, uh, it's hopefully he's he's doing he's going very well. Again, I hope this is a misunderstanding, but that's what happened for him. So it was pretty um, pretty surprising just to, just to read that. I was like, oh shit, crazy shit. Yeah, I know, right? All right, let's go to the main event this past Sunday, Saudi Arabia. Um, did you know Saudi Arabia is one of the best places? Best place is what? To hold a fight? Yeah. Down for a lot of money. <laughs> Do you know they, uh, a, lot, a lot of people are making fun of the fact that they kept thanking the Saudi prince every chance they got on that show? Did, did they? Did they? Or, or or was I dreaming that? <laughs> uh, they were thanking the Saudi prince. They were thanking that Saudi prince a lot. So we're talking about Jake Paul, Tommy Fury, the fight that... Uh, for some reason, a lot of people wanted to watch. I know, right? <laughs> By the way, I came in at a good time. I remember I head out to go to the store. When I got home, Tommy Fury was already coming out. So I came in the perfect timing. I didn't really give my prediction last week because I didn't care. Right. But I did tune in because I am a boxing enthusiast. Right. Plus, we had a storm going on. so plus we had a storm going so on. So like why not watch this? I did watch the Floyd Mayweather fight too on Saturday. I'm not I'm, I mean, yeah. I will shamelessly comment that I did watch Floyd Mayweather for MMA too. fighter. He sure had fun. <laughs> Fucking Floyd. My thoughts on these fights, which it's it's coincidentally happened on the same weekend. Yeah. 
this shows anybody can be a boxer. Oh, this shows that boxing can transcend into sports entertainment. Yeah. To a certain extent. Absolutely right. Floyd, and I'm going to comment on Floyd and then we'll move on to the Jake Paul time. Yeah, yeah. Comment on Floyd. <laughs> Floyd has been able to corner a market in which he can hustle dumb billionaires <laughs> to pay him millions of dollars to fight people. Uh, this is the equivalent of saying, hey, you want to watch me fight a bear? <laughs> Pretty much. Cocaine on bear. Cocaine, Cocaine bear. bear, which I'm probably going to watch that one too. <laughs> or, uh, hey, kids, you like violence? <laughs> you like to see me stick nine-inch nails in one of my eyelids? Is the equivalent to what this is going on in boxing. <sighs> we are a savage group of people that like to see that violence. It doesn't matter if it's fake violence when it comes to professional wrestling. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's real violence when it comes down to the combat sports of MMA to the sweet science of boxing. We like to watch violence. And sometimes comedic violence. If it's mixed in. Yeah. Floyd Mayweather has exposed it, this market, since fighting Conor McGregor. <laughs> and he's cornered the market. And he's made money from this. Yeah. Enough to where people paid. I personally didn't pay for it. Of course not. I got the fire stick. I've got the fire stick gang gang. <laughs> People pay for this. It's a market. A market in which YouTubers have now even looked at it and go, oh, I can do this. Uh, and Jake Paul is maybe one of the most successful. The Paul brothers in general, I'm sorry, are the yeah. most successful people to do it. Yeah, true. They've been able to corner and whore out the sport of, the sport of boxing. That, I'm sorry, still has a black eye. Yeah. From the corruptions of the early boxing days to now these network wars mm-hmm. where, you know, we just sat here and discussed a, a possible fight between two prime fighters not happening over money disputes yeah. or over promotional disputes, over network disputes. This is the era we're in. <clears throat> and because of this, because of this un, ungoverned, unattended sport that we love... We get fights like Floyd Mayweather versus God awful MMA fighters. We get a novice fight, a novice person like Jake Paul fight a also a novice fighter <laughs> in Tommy Fury in main event. And it pisses me off because I saw a fight before the before the Jake Paul fight, and it was Badu Jack versus the guy that Canelo wanted to fight a cruiserweight. Which when I saw that fight, I go, no wonder Canelo wanted to fight this guy. He would have pieced him up. <laughs> and that was a decent fight. I liked the fight. It was mm-hmm. actually a very sweet fight. Um, this guy was able to break down this bigger fighter for 12 rounds, and he finally got the knockout. It was maybe one of the per- perfect examples of why people should fall into lo- in love with boxing. Yeah. Not because of Jake Paul. Because of Badu Jack. It's embarrassing to watch these fights. But what's more embarrassing is the fact that these fighters are able to hustle them out. Yeah. And I can't knock that. I applaud you. I applaud Mayweather. I applaud Jake. Mm-hmm. But it's embarrassing. Because guess what? You don't see that in basketball. You no. don't see Jake Paul playing basketball. You don't see him, you know, starting being the starting lineup to a, a Laker game. You don't see Floyd Mayweather play basketball against LeBron. Just doesn't happen. 
I mean, can you say it's like it's like they're kind of someone looking for? It's like they're they're, ma- they're making it making boxing a bit of a bad joke. If you want to say something like that? Yeah, you don't see Jake Paul playing offensive line alongside <laughs> Tom Brady. <laughs> no, you don't see Floyd Mayweather being the quarterback for the Oakland. I mean, for the Las Vegas Raiders. You don't <laughs> see that. <laughs> no. You don't see. Jake Paul or Floyd Mayweather play nine innings of baseball for the LA Dodgers. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm getting at here? I I know exactly what you're getting at. There is no possible way a person can go into a professional sport. You don't see Jake Paul and Floyd Mayweather fight MMA. No. Fuck no. Dana learned, I think a couple years ago, you you just can't put anybody because he got a name into the Opticon. Yeah. I love this guy. I'm choking up. I'm talking about Phil Brooks. Yeah, yeah, I knew it. Many known to you as CM Punk. CM Punk. Which is the only non-sports guy to jump from professional wrestling, mm-hmm. fake fighting, <laughs> into the ultimate fight. Yes, Beer, I call it fake fighting. No, I laugh because I remember that one episode. What's the guy's name again? Mark. Oh my god, he's he's like he's a comedian, but I think he's also a podcaster. Mark Marin. Mark Marin. <laughs> Remember that that episode? Oh yeah. <laughs> Where was his name? Uh, Coco Bannon mentioned his name. CM Punk. Who? CM Punk. No, no, I know, I know who, I know who it is. It's just like really, like he went, he's going from fake fighting to real fighting. <laughs> but yeah, I knew you were gonna go there. Yeah, because Punk pulled that. Sadly, didn't go very well. Sadly, did not very go very well for CM Punk, and. I don't think we're, I mean, we probably won't see something like that for a very long time. Probably never. 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 (laughs) So when I mentioned the NFL, MLB, NBA, UFC, all have something in common. They don't allow dipshit YouTubers (laughs) or once great prize fighters be in their profession. Yeah. Boxing. And professional wrestling, a.k.a. fake fighting, is the only <laughs> form of entertainment where in which you can see somebody do this. Look at Ronda Rousey, uh, Logan Paul. Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Holy shit. This goes on and on. Exactly. Cain Velasquez. Cain Velasquez. Which hopefully can beat this case. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. <coughs> but you get my drift, right? Yeah. That, like, that's fine. Like You can pull that shit. That it dis it disappoints me that boxing has come to this. I agree. You know, um, but at the same time, it also um, it's funny because people go, "Oh, Jake Paul brings a lot of eyes to the sport." That's something we did kind of admit. All right, yeah, he does. He does. But if you notice, a lot of these kids don't want to cough up sixty, seventy dollars for fights. No, they rather fucking stream it illegally. Exactly. It's the world we live in now. Yeah. It's the world we live in. But that's my rant about that. Floyd did what he did, whatever. Make your money, Floyd. But mm-hmm. it is embarrassing that you're doing this. It is. To the sport, not for you. You make your money. Mm-hmm. But it is embarrassing for the sport, you know, because you're degrading it to, like, a circus fight. You know what I mean? When Chuck Wepner, you know, fell on hard times, mm-hmm. he went on the circus and fought Bear. Chuck Webner. A lot of people don't know who Chuck Webner is. I'm going to rephrase I him. might have heard that I'm story. Gonna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to refresh your guys' memory. Yeah. Do you guys know the name Rocky Balboa? 
Fuck, of course. Italian Stallion. We all grew up with that. Okay. It's our childhood memory. Sylvester Stallone based Rocky Balboa on former heavyweight contender Chuck Wepner. Yep. Chuck Wepner was handpicked by Muhammad Ali when Muhammad Ali won his comeback trail before he fought Joe Frazier. Yeah. was on the comeback trail and fought two fights. He won his fight easily in this first one, but he needed one more fight before he fought Joe in the garden, right? So he fought Chuck Wepner. Who the fuck was Chuck Wepner? Number 15th ranked heavyweight in the world. Journeyman guy. But still, at that mm-hmm. time, fuck it. He's a tough-as-nails guy, but yeah. enough for you to get... Get the ring rust off, kid. Molly had his way with this guy. But Chuck Webner landed a punch that almost knocked down Muhammad Ali. Yeah. And he he riled in and started to land started to land punches on Ali, but Ali took over and kind of said, okay, well, I guess, you know, you want to fight. And then busted up <laughs> Chuck Webner, and the fight was stopped over a cut because Chuck Webner took a beating. Yeah. But Chuck Webner was a hometown hero because he went 10 hard rounds with the heavyweight champion of the world, mm-hmm. the uncrowned heavyweight the uncrowned, champion, yeah. Muhammad Ali. He was a hero. He was on, he was on the the, the, the late night show with the Johnny Carson. <laughs> he was on every newspaper. He was on. He, he, I think he even did car, car commercials for his hometown. He he was a famous guy. His fifteen minutes of fame went away. Yeah, and like I said, he was a journeyman. He wasn't getting the big fights. And when he did, I think he did get one big fight against a top guy. He got the snot beat out of him. You know, Chuck Webner had other personal stuff. I'm not going to go into that. But Chuck Webner fell into hard times. Mm-hmm. So Chuck Webner was told, hey, man, I will pay you $2,000 to step in the ring. Oh, shit, man. That's not a problem. In an exhibition fight. Oh, it's even better. I don't really got to. Against the bear. <laughs> Chuck said, how much? $2,000 or probably more and whatever. Fuck it. So Chuck Webner fought a fucking bear. He went on the com. He went on the on the circus trail and fought a fucking bear. This is what I said when, I, and this is the equivalent I'm talking about. Last Sunday night God, was Jake Paul sad. and Tyson and Tommy Fury is the equivalent of Chuck Webner versus the fucking bear. Pretty sad. Now let's me, get into this fight. Yeah, if you, <laughs> what you want to say? No, I was gonna say no. No, you're right. It is. It's sad because if you ask me, what do you think about that story? It's fucking sad. The same goes with what's going that on. That shows that the sport of boxing has always been a pimp and whores, whores and pimps type of uh, ordeal. So that's what it is. Yeah. All right. So this past Saturday night in Saudi Arabia, or thank you to the prince for Sunday, no? Sunday night, whatever the fuck. I'm going <laughs> to fuck you, right? Thank you to the prince. Thank you to the Saudi prince for promoting this podcast. And don't forget thank Saudi, you, Saudi prince. Thank and don't you. forget Saudi Arabia, one of the best places to promote your podcast. <laughs> that's what you heard for four hours. Every fucking every. I thought I might have heard that. Every sentence was, you know, and this is a great event, man. Tommy Fury, Jake Paul, thank you to the Prince. It's kind of like when people make jokes, like they're always thinking Al Heyman. First, I gotta thank Al Heyman. Al Heyman got less thanks (laughs) in his entire career. This Saudi (laughs) Prince got them all in four hours. This Saudi Prince got thanked more times than Al Heyman ever got thanked since being since I think Vernon Forrester ever mentioned them for the first time ever. (laughs) Yes, Vernon Forrest was one of the first notable fighters to mention Al Heyman. That's how far Al Heyman goes. It's 2001. Fuck, man. Yeah, it's how long Heyman's been in the business, ladies and gentlemen. All right. What's your thoughts on Jake Paul, B-Ray, before we go into this fight? Like, overall? Boxing-wise. I don't care. Boxing oh, skill-wise. Boxing skill-wise. Oh, let me phrase that. Oh, boxing, boxing skill For the, what, he's been doing this for, what, two years? Yeah. For two years, and eh, you know, I mean, I think we both said it. Like, of course, those two years, you know, he he, he learned something. 
We gave him his respect. You gave know, him hey, some respect. You're, yeah, you're, exactly. You're in there training. You're not fucking around. You're not you're, fucking around. You're not, you're not Logan. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So and we, we, we mentioned it exactly. So we give him some that, that type of respect. Exactly. So he's taking it a little seriously, right? But um, again, uh, he's just, uh, he's a clown. That's how I see him. He's just a fucking clown. Making these uh, fights, making a shit ton of money again. It, this is something I told people too. Like I can't knock him out for doing the for doing this and for him to making all this money. It's working for him. Yeah, this shtick is working for him. So I can't be mad at him for that because it's working for him. Because like you said, but at the same time, you're making a mockery, making a joke out of a sport that I love so much. That's what I think of Jay Paul. I tell people that. When his name comes up, I literally say that. Like, that's what I think of him. He makes a mockery out of the sport that I really love. And, yes, it's working for him. I And, and I'm not knocking him for that. But at the same time, it's just it's sad. So, Jake Paul, yeah, he's, he does. He, he takes it seriously. Um, compared to, if you're asking me, compared to uh, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., yes, he takes it fucking seriously. Tommy, uh, Tommy Fury, what's your thoughts on him? Tommy Fury, uh, well, you know, it, it sounds like he's been like, it sounds like he's been boxing professionally almost maybe the same time as Jake Paul. Then, yeah, based on his record. So I look at him as like you know what he's he's just he's just starting out. That's how he, that's how I see him. Like hey, he's just starting out. Not bad, not bad fighter. Can't expect too much from him right now. Of course not. Look at his record. He's barely fighting. So I can't say too much. Also, too for Tommy Fury. All I can say is he's still green. And I'll say this too. I mean, I know we'll get into it. I'll probably mention a bit more, but I gotta say, I'm kind of kind of happy for him right now because he's feeling like a million bucks. My thoughts on Jake Paul: two years. You, I'm, I'm not gonna knock you. You dedicated yourself to a, to boxing. Mm-hmm. You did the drills. You ran the miles. I'm apparent uh, from what I saw. You 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 took you took the profession with you took you went into it with respect. You respect the profession. Mm-hmm. You didn't make a mockery of it. You, I think you you made a mockery in the sense of. You claiming to probably beat Canelo Alvarez? Yeah, there we go. Or that's saying, sense. or mm-hmm. saying, hey, you know what? I, I can probably beat any boxer yeah. in the world. That's I think comes like that kind of like exactly. Yeah, kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Um, Tommy Fury, I think he has a great last name. Kid is a per- better looking than both his father <laughs> and and his brother. Um, yeah, you're right. Also actually. grew up in a social media type thing. Novice fighter, not the best fighter. Yeah, no, not a bad so. fighter, mm-hmm. but not good. Also, he's still green. <clears throat> so that's my my way of thinking, uh, my thoughts about him. So going to this fight, I was being asked uh, all week, who do you got, who do you got, who do you got? And I said, um, and I'm going to be honest about it, I said I wouldn't, I, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if Jake Paul wins this fight by split decision. I think he's going to struggle in this fight, I said, <clears throat> to a lot of people. And a lot of people are like, what are you talking about, man? Tommy Fury is a nobody, he hasn't fought nobody. And I go, well, name me who Jake's fought. And they would go, oh, well, I mean, they're MMA fighters. Like no offense, they're limited when it comes down to striking. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. I I think we've talked about this numerous times. MMA guys that come to the boxing ring are always going to be limited, just like boxing guys that go to MMA, they're going to be limited. Very limited. It's just that the way it is. <clears throat> for so so for somebody like Jake Paul to come up and learn the basics of boxing and have almost a little bit of an advantage mm-hmm. over these fighters who 
who are just training, not just boxing, but training jujitsu, training wrestling. Yeah. All, you're going to have an advantage over them. And we saw that. We saw that, you know, especially against uh, Nate Robinson, ba- basketball player. You beat a basketball player. <laughs> we saw that against uh, Ben Askren, who wasn't even known as a striker in MMA. He was a wrestler. He was a grappler. You knocked him out. Tyron Woodley, yeah, you know, he scored a lot of famous knockouts on, on the UFC. Had strong hands, but wasn't known to be, like, the best great technician in boxing. Exactly. You know, just known to have heavy yeah. hands. You beat him twice, knocked him out to sec the, the last one. Uh, Anderson Silva maybe was the only legit guy that I can give credit to because at least Anderson Silva stepped into the ring and at least had a couple mm-hmm. fights, one against former middleweight champ who is either Chavez. Yeah, so that I, was a one fight I would admit, like, that was kind of interesting. I gave him credit, but, again, Anderson Silva's been only doing it for, like, maybe a year, year and a half compared to mm-hmm. Jake, who's been doing it for two. And I, I even thought Jake struggled a little bit on that one, and I think Jake got the decision, but, you know, he did okay. So going into his fight, I said, I think he's going to struggle. And people are like, oh, you're out of your mind. He hasn't fought nobody. He hasn't fought anybody. <laughs> and they're like, and I go, well, Tommy, regardless of what you want to say about Tommy Fury's resume of fighters, yeah, he fought cab drivers. He fought tomato cans. But guess what? Those guys had backgrounds in boxing. That's something I didn't realize. And I kept telling people, he yeah. fought boxers, though. You want to compare resumes? Okay, Jake has the more marketable resume. Mm-hmm. Tommy has at least professional fighters in his resume. So he's been in the ring with guys that have trained as boxers for, mm-hmm. the, entire, for the entire career. And he also had a small amateur amateur background with 12 fights. And he comes from a fighting family. You don't just come from the Furies and not jump, wear a pair of gloves and get in there and fight. Mm-hmm. So you, that means you know how to fight. Yeah. So I said, I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be competitive. I think Tommy's going to give it to him. I don't, I, and I, and I, and I think this is going to be the fight where he gets exposed for some of the stuff he, that I think we all know. But he's been, but Jake's been really good at hiding, hiding because, it because he's been knocking out these limited fight, these yeah. these limited uh, boxers. Well, not boxers, these limited combat fighters. There you go. Yeah. So I think he's going to get exposed, and I said he's going to go the distance, and I think the judges are going to give it to Jake because Jake is probably going to do. He's probably going to land a couple big ooh and ah punches throughout the eight rounds. Mm-hmm. They're going to win him the fight barely. That's Boy, was I wrong. Of, yeah. <laughs> Both guys, I agree with that. I'm going to read the comment from Eddie Hearn, are at the same level. It just happened to be Tommy's a little bit higher up yeah. when it comes down. And I think what helped Tommy was he fought boxers. He fought and, professional boxers. And that's something you kept saying before the fight happened. You kept saying that. We cannot forget that Fury. Tommy Fury has fought actual boxers, professional boxers. Like he kept saying that. Not YouTubers, not MMA fighters, professional fighters, professional boxers. So he knows what to do in the ring. Right? So he has, and he kept telling me he has a bit of the edge. And boy, were you right. I got to admit, I was, I was one of those people too. Like, you know what? Not, not only that he, it's not, the, it's not that Fury didn't fought nobody. It's not. I'm, I mean, maybe that's, that's the point. I'm like, I, again, I look at his record. I'm like, well, he doesn't have too much of a record. I go, so he's still too green. So I thought, in my opinion, I thought he was still tailor made for 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 low, um, Jake Paul. Yeah. And then you and the other other people were saying like, again, Fury has fought pro, pro fighters, and I'm like, got me thinking twice. I'm like, fuck, that's a good you're point. Pain, you're painted. You're paying too much attention to Brendan Shaw, weren't you? What happened? You're paying attention to Brendan Shaw, weren't you? <laughs> Shab was talking about oh Jake. Look, at the end of the day, I can see where people were going for Jake. Yeah, but I think 
for people that know boxing, you you saw what I was seeing. Yeah. This guy's fighting real boxers. He's so fighting professional boxers. fighters. Yeah. He's not fighting MMA guys mm-hmm. that are limited only to boxing at the moment. Oh. He's fighting professional boxers. And so this Sunday you saw that. You saw you saw the jab, you saw the movement. Yeah, Tommy Fury lacks defense. Yes, Tommy Fury keeps his fucking head in the he keeps his fucking head in the in the middle of the line when he punches. He doesn't move his head. He doesn't bob and weave when he throws stuff. He stands in there. But it was good enough to win the fucking. It fight. was good enough to win the fight. Yes, for Jake Paul. Jake Paul exposed what I think what we all kind of thought. You're just take you your style is tailor made to fight limited guys, like like Tyron Woodley, Ben Askren. Anderson Silva I think You stepping into the ring With the professional fighter With only 8 wins And only has maybe You have 2 years in boxing Fury has maybe 4 or 5 years on mm-hmm. you And he was able to do this Imagine a guy that has A little longer And a better Extended amateur background You're gonna get spanked And I agreed with Eddie Hearn When he told him You'll get devoured By these guys <laughs> And he goes Oh so well You know put me against One of your guys Like, oh. And remember when Eddie Hearn goes Oh I'll, I'll do it Oh, but I mean, they gotta have like you gotta have less than ten fights. Oh, I got guys in my roster with less than ten fights, <laughs> and they have great amateur background. And then Jake didn't know what to say. Jake knew, and I think his team knew. Fighting guys like Tommy Fury, fighting guys like Hasim Rockman Jr. were gonna be a risk. But I think mm-hmm. they thought we'll get over it because these guys, these guys aren't really that devoted into the sport. But yeah, Rockman, well, Hasim Rockman Jr. known for fading out. He's known for partying. Mm-hmm. He's known for not really taking his boxing shit seriously. So he thought, oh, guess what? I take it seriously. I'll be able to get out of the way. Tommy Fury, I think they felt he was an entitled brat. Yeah. I think that's what they felt. Oh, he's an entitled brat who's living off the Fury name, and that's it, and we're going to be able to expose him. No, man, he exposed you. He, <laughs> he exposed you. Jake got exposed this past Sunday by showing the limited boxing IQ. He couldn't cut off the ring. All he knew how to throw was the jab and barely threw a jab in the right hand. The right hand. And he kept ducking his head pretty low to I think anybody could have made him eat an uppercut all night. (laughs) Again, I feel if if I'm his team, you try to avoid actual fighters now. But guess what? You fucked up. You fought a professional fighter. Mm -hmm. You can't take a step back now. You got to take this rematch. If you can avenge this rematch, you can go back and fight MMA guys. But if you lose a second time, you cannot go take a step back and fight MMA guys anymore. You're going to have to fight professional fighters now. Yeah. Bet you when you make comments going, I'll fight Canelo Alvarez. I can beat Canelo. Oh, I can beat Floyd. I'm sorry. Floyd at 155 pounds would beat the shit, beat the shit out of you. At age 46? At yeah. age 46, he'll Floyd beat the shit would. out of you. <laughs> you forgot to mention, too. We kept, we kept seeing it, and we kept saying it as well. He kept cocking and loading oh. that punch, and you saw it a mile away. <laughs> Thank you to the prince, but I saw that shit. I saw that chef three days ahead of time. Thank you to the prince, but um, I saw that punch. Yeah, I saw, right? I saw that punch even before he stepped into the ring. In the competition, I think Sean Porter was one of the. Sean Porter mentioned in the following round. I'm like, Sean, you're a fighter. How do you not see this? But I'm thinking, you know, he's thanking the prince. He has to thank. The, he has to thank the, he has to think of, I want to thank to the prince, but I can see the, he's cocking his right hand, guys. Thank you to the prince. No, he was cocking that right hand a lot. Anybody would have saw he's cocking the hand too much. He kept doing that. I Jake um, Jake got exposed. Jake got exposed big a lot. time. Uh, I think he got big ex- time for his limited boxing skills. With two years in, you this is what you brought to the table against a guy with only maybe what two has only what four years in in his profession. Yeah, you got exposed. I think 
I think if you would have fought Rockman, I think you would have you would have probably you probably would have won by stamina, mm-hmm. but I think you would have got rocked. Oh yeah, he was nervous by the way too. I he to looked nervous. I, I remember. I that. honestly think he didn't think Tommy was coming. No, and I think he <clears> saw no. he couldn't get under his skin. I think what saved Tommy Fury was his dad. Really, I think every time that Jake tried to get under the skin, if, if you rewind back. Every time that Jake tried to get under the skin of Tommy Fury, Tyson Fury and Tommy Fury's dad stepped in and kept talking shit to Jake. He was the Angel Garcia to him. (laughs) I'll take the beef, dude. Hey, I'll take the beef. I'll be the bad guy. You point your fingers at me and call me the bad guy. That was him. Yeah. If you notice it. Every time that Jake looked like he was almost getting under uh, under Tommy Fury's skin, mm-hmm. t- the, the Fury Senior would step in every time yeah. and start talking shit, Very and you true. know, almost Hulk, almost like Hulk Hogan is like, "Oh, what you gonna do, brother?" <laughs> that was him. That's what saved the mental thing because I think when I think when Jake realized I can't mentally break him, fuck, I'm in a fight. Yeah, and I think he re- and I think he really he realized when he showed up to Saudi Arabia, oh, this guy came to fight. Because remember, they already had a, uh, an opponent ready in case Fury backed out. Yeah, I remember he told and me Mike that. Mike Perry. Mike Perry, former UFC fighter. Oh, God. Mike Perry, and I think Bare Knuckle Champ or Bare Knuckle Fighter, Mike Perry was going to be the replacement. Thank you to the Prince. Was going to be the replacement <laughs> this past Sunday. And guess what? When Tommy, when Tommy Fury missed the conference, I think Jake was like, yes, he's not going to fight me. I'm, gonna ha- I'm literally going to have the bragging rights that I got a professional fighter ducking me. And then when he finally showed up to Saudi Arabia, and he's like, fuck. Because he didn't and, show up in one press conference, right? And then when he finally showed up, and he did the press conference, the face-off, they were doing the interviews together, and he looked at him, I'm going to beat you up. And, he, um, and, he, and I think maybe the last resort, maybe one of the last resorts was a stupid deal, remember? Yeah. Pull that fucking deal on him. And then guess who stepped in to accept it for you? <laughs> Tommy, Tommy Fury's dad. That's dad. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think when he realized plan A, B, and C ain't working, I'm like, fuck, I got to fight him. I got to fight him. I got to hope this guy sucks. Yeah, I'm sure he was. I got to hope he sucks is basically what he was thinking. But I think he knew he was into a fight. Because when, yeah, when he was walking to the ring, we n- easily noticed it. Well, he said post-fight interview he <sighs> suffered. He, he got sick twice in, in training camp. His right hand was or right arm was hurting. But not an excuse. He gives it all the credit. He's gone back and said that. The only reason he lost was because he was sick. There after was, he said, in, he's, after he, there was an interview him saying like, "It's all good, like I'm all healthy." Yeah, so he's gone. I think he did an interview with Jake with uh, Logan Paul, his brother, and said, "Oh, you know, I, I, I shouldn't have lost that fight. I think I, sh- I think I should have won. And if I, you know, I, I'll take the loss. But the only reason I lost because I was sick." Wow. And he said that Tommy Fury doesn't have any power. Nothing that like he said that Anderson Silva was a, a more tougher fight yeah, than this guy. Like that. And that he wants the rematch. I'm going to say this right now. If you're going to walk into the rematch with the mentality that you only lost because of the flu, then you and your team are delusional. <laughs> you make so many mistakes in that fight against a novice fighter. Yeah. they you, you didn't cut off the ring. You didn't show them anything different. You didn't take it to another level. No. You never press the issue, and you fought. Mm-hmm. And this is the thing: I, I want to give Tyson Fury, I want to give the Furies credits on this. They played mind games with Jake before even the fight. Uh, they kept mentioning the the fact that when they negotiated this fight, 
Tommy Fury and his team wanted an 18 by 18 ring. Mm-hmm. Anybody that knows boxing, that's a small ass fucking ring. There's no room to run. And I think they kind of planted a seed in Jake Paul's head. They're like, all oh, these guys are going to stand and bang. Forgetting that Tommy Fury is a fury and this guy can fucking dance. Mm-hmm. He's danced in that ring. He did. So I give credit to the Furies because I think they played a great mind game I on him by did. making Jake think, oh, they're going to stand and bang. They won an 18 by 18 ring. Give it to him. Fuck it. I'll fucking <laughs> fight him. In He's not going to. Yeah, when I hit him, I'll be it'll, be. it'll be easy for me to catch him. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it wasn't. That was Jake got exposed. Jake got exposed. And like I said, if he's walking in to the rematch thinking, oh, it's because of the flu. All I got to do is be healthy, not be sick. And I'm going to beat them. Yeah. They're delusional. Delusional. They're delusional. Delusional. And your team's delusional. You need to work on. You need to work on defense. You need to work on changing the angles because guess what? You're just a one-two fighter, and that's it. <laughs> you didn't change it up. Defense sucked. You don't know how to cut off the ring. You you don't know how to faint. Even a coked oh, out. Even God. a coked out De La Hoya is telling you what to do. I was going to mention that you saw that fucking video. Delo just kept telling. It was, I laughed because it was almost. It, it, it was kind of similar to what you were doing, but for what you were. But, but you were telling Tommy Fury. You know, like you were literally as of talking, like kind of giving points to Tommy Fury. So I laughed because you were doing almost the same thing. But yeah, there's a video of De La Hoya just like yelling at the TV. Telling Jake, like, you need to faint, man. You need to faint him. I'm just laughing. Like, I don't think that fucker knows what a, what's a faint. Yeah, I think being in boxing <laughs> for that long, I don't even think you knew what a faint was. I don't think I, can, I, don't think I found the... Oh, that clip? Yeah, I can't find I think one. it's... um, I think... Let me see. Yeah, because I wanted to play it here so people can hear it. I think if... It, if um, Did you send it to me or did I send it to you? No, I sent it to none of us, but if I remember... It was on e on his girlfriend's page. I don't have his so, girlfriend. So, well, got to find one that has her and he tagged her. I think here we go, Holly. I could be wrong, but she did post. I think she posted. If not, I think it was just a story time. It was probably just a story time, right? Yeah, it was probably just a story time pod. Yeah. Ah, yeah. that just sucks. But yeah, he was like, "No, he was like, come on, you need a faint, faint. Just you just need a faint." He just kept doing the faint and. Yeah, he just kept telling Paul that uh, Jake, uh, Jake Paul that, but again, I'm like, I don't think, I don't think Jake knows what the fucking faint is. I go, I don't think he was ever taught how to do a faint. No, I don't think so. <laughs> That's the thing. I don't think he was ever taught how to do a faint. Like it was just, it was just bad. Um, I, I think any any idea, I think any thoughts of him going back to fighting like a KSI or Nate Diaz is out of the question. You need to avenge this. Yeah, you need to correct this because you if really you don't, do. because. If you don't, then you do live up to what everyone thinks you are. You don't know shit no. about boxing. No. You just came in and you got exposed. I can't find the and video. No. But yeah, Oscar just kept yelling. And the last round, holy shit, that was a bit of intense because... I had it 6-2. Right? Yes. I was going to mention that too. The scorecard that we had was uh, six rounds of two. And that last... I mean, and, oh, well, I'm not be, I'll, I'll mention this after this too. Um, yeah, that eighth round, man. Jake just he drops him, and you're probably thinking like, "Holy shit!" You know, Jake might has him here, but no, I didn't. When I saw the knockdown, I'm like, "Shit!" I remember that. And that, that was kind of my reaction. I was like, "Shit!" That yep. that was that was kind of that was my only reaction. Was like, "Shit!" But you know, after looking at the replay, it was just off balance. If you look at his feet, he just got him. Bob, I think both are tired. That too. I think Fury... Your wife kept saying that, too. They look pretty tired. Fury was tired because I think he put on... You know, I, I think he made sure he stuck to the game plan, which was just box, yeah. box, box. 
And if I can, if I could get him hurt, I could get him hurt. If I dance, yeah. like, fuck, I'm just gonna box, 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 and hold him, try to land a punch. But if I can't, keep boxing him. Yeah. And that was kind of the game plan for him. But um, what about that referee? Fuck. What the, ref. the fuck was that up with that ref? That was a ref that tried to involve. Again, refs need to stop involving themselves. And in, <laughs> what's the guy's name from uh, from California? Jack Reese. Reese. Jack Reese. <laughs> this guy did a Jack Reese. He involved himself in the fight. He should involve himself in, and he got what you know. Hopefully, he doesn't get to ref any type of high-profile fights. Oh, let's, let's hope not. All right, I'm going to end this with this. This is Eddie Hearn, who's uh, been a big critic of Jake Paul. And, and I usually never try to agree with him, but I agree with uh, his comments today. And I quote, what you, had, uh, what you had just watched last night was two not very good fighters who were very quite evenly matched. Give Jake Paul his due. He got in three. He had to go. The whole thing about, I can be a professional fighter. You can't. You can't fight at any professional level. <laughs> he goes and he says, facts. <laughs> uh, I agree. I completely agree. Yeah. I completely agree that fighting a guy at the, at the level of Tyson Fury exposed that you're not ready. All this comment about I'll take Floyd on, I'll take Canelo on, I can be a champion and my go. No, man. You you got to the front of the line based on your followers, based on your social media. Yeah. And you've been able to milk the boxing game. We just did a big rant about it. Congratulations. But that's as far as you're going to go. Yeah. Like uh, DJ Khaled goes, congratulations, you played yourself. You, just <laughs> yeah. you played boxer. You saw what happened. You want to keep playing boxer? By all means, go. But I think if... He goes back again. I think I, I'm going to favor Tommy Fury. I think Tommy Fury. Yeah, me too. If has, the fight happens. Yeah. I think has more room for improvement. I think if Jake's walking in there with the whole, all I got to do is be, uh, be healthy. Be healthy. That's all I got to do. Yeah. Be healthy. And I'm fine. Then you're delusional. But yeah, that's it. I, I totally agree. So I, I do favor Fury that the rematch happened so far. And then is there even need for a rematch? Because the fight was so, it was competitive, but you knew who was winning the round. The yeah. So is there even a need for a rematch in this fight? To be honest, not really. Like, the fight was so obvious who was winning. Like, is there was there any need for that? I don't, I say no. No, no, but, no, uh, no need to. Oh, I think I found it. What? You know, what you sent to me? Hold on. I think it was on the, I think it was uh, Ellie Setback who actually posted that. Let me check on. it out. Is it? Yeah. Go to ES News. It says speed and power after the lawyer rooting for Jake Paul. I kind of knew some of the, some of these YouTubers they posted because it was it was pretty funny. Uh, which one? I put ES News. It doesn't give it to me. ES News. Yeah, ES News. Can't you just send it to me? Yeah, I was about to say I'll send it to you. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I'm trying to. Doesn't... I'll send it to you. Uh, there you go. At least, uh, you found it. Yeah, it's on there. At least setback. Well, yeah, that's what I said. At least setback. ES News. Where is it at? Hold on. I'm looking at it right now. Copy link. See. Oh, there it is. I got it. Okay, 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 okay. All right, hold on. All right. I hope it's the actual footage. I mean, audio. Hold on. Right, hold on. Yeah, that, that's it. Yep. Okay. Set it up. That's definitely the clip. That's just the. That's the last round. Fainal, 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 boom, fainal, boom, 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 Jab, jab, boom, boom, You tired now? <laughs> You're going to go start some coke after that. 
when you got a coked up ex fighter and promoter telling you how to fight, I mean, come on. <laughs> what can I say? But all right, Beery, we're good. It was supposed to be a short episode. But we did an hour, but all right. Yeah. Um. Hey, we got. We wanted. I kind of wanted to do this episode. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in, signing on, liking, comment, subscribing. Uh, if you want to be, again, if you want to support us without having to be a Patreon member or you know donating money, mm-hmm. give us a five star rating on iTunes. Comment on it; it helps with the visibility. It spreads the word. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Same thing. Spread the word. Uh, March twenty fifth, live on the Rambling Network YouTube channel. We're gonna do Whittier Fight Club. Me and B Ray and the Carnitas King. Mm-hmm. I'm working on a fourth guest. If not, it'll just be the OG crew. Yeah, it might just be the OG crew. But we're doing March twenty fifth. Rambling Network with your Fight Club Benavides yeah. versus Plant, we're doing that fight, and then I think we announced the last week that on April thirtieth we're doing a Whittier recap, which would be the Ryan Garcia of Tank Davis fight. Yes, because we yeah, learned I'm going to be out of town. Yeah, we learned. Yeah, we learned it's on Showtime pay per view, and they do replay it the <laughs> week after that. Wait, wait. So it's going to be on the Zone pay per view. No, I can buy it on the Zone. So far, it's Showtime pay per view. I thought they're giving okay. Well, well, the more we'll find out. We'll yeah. find out. I mean, especially the Showtime announcing on their fight uh, on the fight that they had on Saturday. It's it's saying Showtime pay per view. We don't know nothing about what the zone what they're bringing. Okay. Well, we'll find out. Later. We'll find out. We'll yeah, find, we'll find out. But other than that, guys, thank you for liking, comment, subscribing, all that good stuff. Enjoy your weekend. Don't forget mm-hmm. to listen to Geek and Geek Out episode one, uh, titled nineteen eighty eight, which is out right now. On the Geek and Geek Out podcast, don't forget also to listen to the new episode of Ships, which is called Ships Update, which is basically me updating you on the latest developments on the show and all the stuff we're doing. And new episode of Ram Alcoholics, episode two forty three, untitled yet. And Ramble pregame is going to be a real good addition for you guys if you guys are signed into the Patreon page. Um, it's basically me and Escalante as we're going to drive out to go meet a uh, go see the venue that I'm going to do my. Um, live show at mm-hmm. so we're gonna do that so sign into the patreon if you guys want to listen to that episode anything else you want to add to be yeah <laughs> i'm waiting for you to ask me that i want to thank the saudi prince oh thank you i want to <laughs> thank you i want to thank also the saudi prince for allowing us to do this episode other than that ladies and gentlemen enjoy yourselves drink responsibly because we never do what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things i have ever heard at no point in your rambling incoherent response Were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. This is all I got. This is all I got.